everybody, welcome to 2ZQ Hot Takes, where we discuss issues both big and small. I am your host, the very handsome Tim Kirk, and this time I'll be talking about 1977, the coolest year in purgatory. 1977 was a fantastic year, culture, arts, and events-wise. It was incredible. So many things happened, including the amazing, incredible New York blackout. But since I grew up in western Nassau County, I didn't quite live in New York City, which in those days, or in that year, was called the coolest year in hell. And for a lot of really, really amazing reasons. But parts of it extended into the suburbs, and there were a number of cultural events that took place in 1977 that we could only get awareness of by news on television, print, radio, and maybe movies, and lots and lots and lots of music. We didn't have the internet. You couldn't just easily contact people. You needed to go someplace in person or get a factual representation of actually what happened. We also needed to rely on telephones, landlines, and pay phones. And if you were alive back then, you could remember standing online and waiting and waiting and waiting for people to use a decent pay phone. They were usually located inside someplace noisy or on the street and there would be lines of people at night outside of bars and clubs and any place popular if you needed to make a telephone call or you had to use a phone in somebody's house or an office and the other person had to be home you couldn't just text or contact somebody instantaneously so because I lived outside the city limits it was the coolest year in purgatory. It was tantalizing. It was fantastic. It was the greatest place I could imagine going to. New York City. I loved it then. I love it now. 1977 was a special year. It wasn't my favorite year. My favorite year was 1978. I'll talk about that on another podcast. 1977 was host to a number of amazing events, cultural landmarks, and just incredible experiences. According to Wikipedia, 1977 was a common year starting on Saturday of the Gregorian calendar, the 1977th year of the Common Era, CE, and Anno Domine, AD designations, the 977th year of the Second Millennium, the 77th year of the 20th century, and the 8th year of the 1970s decade. Some of the more memorable events that occurred in 1977 included January 8th, three bombs exploded in Moscow within 37 minutes, killing seven. The bombings are attributed to an Armenian separatist group. Gary Gilmore 
was executed on January 17th by a firing squad in Utah, the first execution after the reintroduction of the death penalty in the U.S. On January 19th, U.S. President Gerald Ford, on his final full day in office, pardons Eva Toguri Dakino, also known as Tokyo Rose. On January 20th, Jimmy Carter was sworn in as the 39th President of the United States. On February 4th, 11 CTA commuters are killed when an elevated train derails from the loop in central Chicago, United States. On March 10th, the rings of Uranus were discovered. On March 15th, tenor Luciano Pavarotti and the PBS opera series Live from the Met both make their American television debuts. Pavarotti stars in a complete production of Puccini's La Boheme. March 26th, Focus on the Family is founded by Dr. James Dobson. March 27th, the Tenerife disaster, a collision between KLM and Pan Am Boeing 747s at Tenerife, Canary Islands, kills 583 people. This becomes the deadliest accident in aviation history. In April, the Toronto Blue Jays play their first game of baseball against the Chicago White Sox. The Seattle Mariners play their first ever game of baseball against the California Angels. April 22nd, optical fiber is first used to carry live telephone traffic. Led Zeppelin set a new world record in attendance for an indoor solo attraction at the Pontiac Silverdome when 76,229 persons attended a concert there on the group's 1977 North American tour. On May 16th, a 20-passenger S-61L, a helicopter, toppled sideways at takeoff from the roof of the Pan Am building in Midtown Manhattan. Four passengers are killed by the turning rotors and a woman at street level is fatally struck by a fallen blade. Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater first opens in San Jose, California. On May 23rd, scientists report using bacteria in a lab to make insulin via gene splicing. May 25th, George Lucas's Star Wars opens in cinemas and becomes the highest grossing film of its time. May 26th, George Willig climbs the South Tower of the World Trade Center. The same day, Space Mountain opens at Disneyland and to this day remains one of the park's most popular attractions. The same day, a demonstration and coup attempt in Angola takes place. Afterward, thousands were killed by the government and Cuban forces. On May 29th, A.J. Foyt became the first driver to win the Indianapolis 500 four times. Between June 6th and 9th, Jubilee celebrations were held in the United Kingdom to celebrate 25 years of Elizabeth II's reign. June 7th. After campaigning by Anita Bryant and her Save Our Children crusade, 
Votes in Miami-Dade County, Florida, United States, vote to repeal the county's gay rights ordinance. Also on June 7th, the first Apple II series computers go on sale. James Earl Ray, the man who assassinated Dr. Martin Luther King, escaped from the Brushy Mountain State Prison in Petros, Tennessee. He was recaptured on June 13th. On June 12th, the Supremes performed their final concert together at Drury Lane, London, and then disbanded permanently. On June 16th, the Oracle Corporation is incorporated in Redwood Shores, California at Software Development Laboratories by Larry Ellison, Bob Miner, and Ed Oates. June 20th, Anglia Television broadcasts the fake documentary Alternative 3, which enters into the conspiracy theory canon. Also on the same day, American Roy Sullivan is struck by lightning for the seventh time. Incidentally, he was known as the Human Lightning Rod, and he was a pork ranger. On June 26th, Elvis Presley held his last concert at Market Square Arena in Indianapolis. Also on the same day, some 200,000 protesters marched through the streets of San Francisco protesting Anita Bryant's anti-gay remarks and the murder of Robert Hillsborough. On July 10th, a temperature of 48 degrees Celsius, 118.4 Fahrenheit, a record for continental Europe, was recorded in Greece. On July 13th, the New York City blackout of 1977 lasted for 25 hours, resulting in looting and other disorders. Now, there's a fantastic documentary available on YouTube called 1977, Coolest Year in Hell. It's all about what life was like in New York City. Well, we had mass murderer, serial killer, son of Sam, who was apprehended in 1977. The Yankees won the World Series. Hip-hop exploded. Star Wars changed so many people's lives, and Saturday Night Fever basically changed the world all about people in Brooklyn. I remember July 13th being a summer night, carefree. Nothing to worry about. I remember sitting in a car that we used to park at on a hill that faced a, a, an incinerator that had that gone obsolete. And behind that, you would see the silhouette of light coming from the city, just this big white pulse constantly. And then it wasn't there. On that night, there was none. And nobody knew or paid that much attention to it if you didn't live in the city until you went to somebody's house because none of the TV stations were on. Except, after a while, a reporter or a journalist by the name of Dave Marish managed to find his way to WCBS and sat in a room by himself with one tinny spotlight on him. And he took in the news as it happened. Meanwhile, camera crews were out and they recorded the looting. People stealing furniture, fur coats, jewelry, stereos, 
and anything that wasn't nailed down wholesale all over the city. When I went to Fordham University the next year, people told me how much it had affected the community on Fordham Road and around Fordham and also the rest of the Bronx. Because in those days, the Bronx was burning. Man, was it burning. And hip-hop, hip-hop, hip-hop changed the culture of the world forever. And it happened in New York City. I remember being at summer school and hanging out with a bunch of kids and everybody was terrified of Son of Sam. He was going around killing people in lovers' lanes. And one of the areas that he killed people in the most was Rosedale, Queens, otherwise referred to as Psychodale in those days. It was just over the border from Nassau County, not that far into Queens at all, very close to Kennedy Airport. So everyone was on the lookout for a guy who fit the descriptions that the police were offering. One of the people they said we should look out for is a man driving a like a highlighter yellow version of a, of a Volkswagen Bug. And one morning, when we were on a break from school, we happened to see a very, very nervous-looking fellow driving a Volkswagen Bug that looked like a highlighter. And we kept on thinking, maybe that's him. That could be the guy. And people were nervous about that. People were nervous about the unrest. The city was filthy. Uh, there was crime. There was an air of toxicity. But there was this vibrant air of excitement in the night. Anywhere you went in New York City. But Son of Sam, or the guy who took responsibility or blame for Son of Sam was arrested, and that caused widespread relief. On July 19th to the 20th, there was more flooding in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, caused by massive rainfall, and it killed over 75 people and caused billions of dollars in damage. In July 22nd, 1977, the purged Chinese Communist leader Deng Xiaoping is restored to power nine months after the Gang of Four was expelled from power in a coup d'etat. On July 24th, Led Zeppelin presented its last American concert in Oakland, California. A brawl erupted between Led Zeppelin's crew and the staff of promoter Bill Graham, resulting in criminal assault charges for several members of the Led Zeppelin group, including its drummer, John Bonham. The same day, the first oil through the Trans-Alaska Pipeline reached Valdez, Alaska. On August 3rd, the United States Senate held hearings on Project MKUltra. On the same day, the Tandy Corporation TRS-80 Model 1 computer is announced at a press conference. On August 9th, Hulk Hogan debuted as the Super Destroyer for Championship Wrestling from Florida when he is defeated by Don Serrano 
at John Carroll Catholic High School's gym in Fort Pierce, Florida. August 10th, David Berkowitz is captured in Yonkers, New York after a year of murders in New York City known as the Son of Sam. August 12th, the NASA space shuttle named Enterprise made its first test free flight from the back of a Boeing 747 shuttle carrier aircraft. On August 15th, the Big Ear, a radio telescope operated by Ohio State University as part of the SETI project, received a radio signal from deep space. The event is named the WOW signal for a notation made by a volunteer on the project. On August 16th, Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll, died in his home in Graceland at age 42. 75,000 fans lined the streets of Memphis for his funeral, which occurred on August 18th. On August 19th, my hero, comedian Groucho Marx, died of pneumonia at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles at the age of 86. On August 20th, the Voyager program was launched. On September 3rd, the Commodore Pet Computer is first sold. On September 11th, Atari Inc. releases its video computer system in North America. On September 12th, South African activist Steve Biko died after suffering a massive head injury in police custody in Pretoria. On September 13th, Soap debuted on ABC and launched the career of Billy Crystal, who played the first gay character in a primetime television show. Now here's something cool. On September 20th, the Petrozavox phenomenon is observed in the Soviet Union and some northern European countries. The phenomenon was a series of celestial events of a disputed nature that occurred on September 20th, 1977. The sightings were reported over a vast territory from Copenhagen and Helsinki in the west to Vladivostok in the east. It is named after the city of Petrozavodsk in Russia, the former Soviet Union, where a glowing object was widely reported that showered the city with numerous rays. Government officials from northern European countries sent letters to Anatoly Alexandrov, president of the Academy of Sciences of the USSR, expressing concern about whether the observed phenomenon was caused by Soviet weapons testing and whether it constituted a threat to the region's environment. Since 1977, the phenomenon has been often, though not universally, attributed to the launch of the Soviet satellite Cosmos 955. In the same year, a preliminary report for the Academy of Sciences in the USSR was made containing a large body of visual observations, radio location reports, physical measurements, and accompanying meteorological data. It concluded that, based on the available data, it is unfeasible to satisfactorily understand the observed phenomenon. The phenomenon contributed to the creation of Setka-An, a Soviet research program for anomalous atmospheric phenomena. On September 28th, 
The Porsche 928 debuted at the Geneva Motor Show. On October 1st, the United States Department of Energy was founded. Same day, Pele played his final professional football game as a member of the New York Cosmos. On October 13th, German autumn, four Palestinians hijacked Lufthansa Flight 181 to Somalia and demanded the release of 11 Red Army faction members. On October 14th, Anita Bryant was hit with pies by four gay rights activists during a press conference in Des Moines, Iowa. On October 17th to 18th, German autumn, again, GSG-9 troopers stormed the Lufthansa passenger plane in Mogadishu, Somalia. Three of the four hijackers died. On the same day, Reggie Jackson blasted three home runs to lead the New York Yankees to victory over the Los Angeles Dodgers in the sixth and deciding game of the World Series. And I'm telling you, New York went crazy. October 20th, three members of the rock band Leonard Skinner died in a chartered plane crash outside Gillsburg, Mississippi, three days after the release of their fifth studio album, Street Survivors. The same day, the last natural smallpox case was discovered in Merca District, Somalia. The World Health Organization and the CDC consider this date the anniversary of the eradication of smallpox, a great success of vaccination and by extension of modern science. The same day, the last test taxi flight of Space Shuttle Enterprise flew over California. On October 27th, the British punk band Sex Pistols released Nevermind the Bullocks, Here's the Sex Pistols on the Virgin Records label. Despite refusal by major retailers in the UK to stock it, it enters the UK album charts at number one the week after its release. On November 19th, Anwar Sadat met Menachem Begin in Israel. On November 22nd, 1977, TCP IP links three of 111 ARPANET nodes. Wow. Also on November 22nd, San Francisco elected City Supervisor Harvey Milk, the first openly gay elected official in any large city in the U.S. On November 10th, the soundtrack to Saturday Night Fever is released. And we all know what happened after that. It would go on to become the then best-selling album of all time. On November 22nd, British Airways inaugurated regular London to New York City supersonic Concorde service. The TCP/IP test succeeded, connecting three ARPANET nodes, which eventually became the Internet Protocol. On December 1st, Lockheed's top-secret stealth aircraft project, designated Have Blue, and precursor to the U.S. Lockheed F-117 Nighthawk, made its first flight. The prominent figures born in 1977 included, on January 13th, Orlando Bloom and Kerry Washington. February 2nd, Shakira, Stephen Marbury. February 24th, Floyd Mayweather Jr. February 28th, Jason Aldean, Chris Martin. March 3rd, 
Ronan Keating, Robin Thicke, March 11th, John Oliver, John Cena, Cal Penn, Carlos Bertrand, Tom Welling, and Kanye West. June 2nd, Zachary Quinto, Jason Mraz, Brock Lesnar, Victoria, Crown Princess of Sweden, Jonathan Reese Myers. August 3rd, Tom Brady, Ludacris, James McCartney, son of Paul, English musician and songwriter in his own right. September 13th, Fiona Apple and Tom Hardy were born, as well as Matt Bomer. October 12th, Bodie Miller. On October 16th, John Mayer and Emmanuel Macron were born. It's kind of funny to think of both of them being born in the same year. And, and on January 2nd, we lost the great Errol Garner. Anthony Eden, 62nd Prime Minister of the UK. Peter Finch, Anas Nin. Of course, Gary Gilmore, who was executed. We also lost Freddie Prinz on January 29th. April 21st, Gummo Marx. Now, Gummo was uh, the fifth Marx brother. As the legend goes, each Marx brother was funnier than the other, Gummo being funniest of all, and their mother, Minnie, being funnier than all of them put together. May 10th, we lost Joan Crawford. May 31st, William Castle, American film director. He made a lot of B-movies. June 14th, Alan Reed, American actor, otherwise known as Fred Flintstone. June 16th, Werner von Braun, American-German aerospace engineer. Also, Vladimir Nabokov on July 2nd. I would have thought he lived and died much earlier than that. Also on August 1st, Francis Gary Powers, American U-2 spy plane pilot. Alfred Lunt, American actor. On August 29th, we lost Gene Hagen, otherwise known as Lena Lamont and Singing in the Rain. September 1st, Ethel Waters. September 8th, Zero Mustel. September 13th, Leopold Stokowski. Mark Bolin, otherwise known as T-Rex. Maria Callas died the same day. On September 29th, Robert McKimson, American animator and director. If you've ever seen any Looney Tunes cartoons, there's a real good chance you laughed your head off at what this guy directed. October 14th, Bing Crosby. And of course, again, on October 20th, Leonard Skinner, Ronnie Van Zant, Cassie Gaines, and Steve Gaines all died on that plane crash. On October 27th, we lost James M. Kane, American writer, Guy Lombardo, Canadian-American band leader, on November 15th, Princess Charlotte of Monaco. On December 25th, Sir Charlie Chaplin died. On December 26th, Howard Hawks, a great American film director. Also that year, Amnesty International was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Now for musical events... The Clash headlined the opening night of London's only punk rock club, The Roxy. January 20th, Jimmy Buffett's Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes is released, featuring the biggest single of his career. You guessed it, 
Margaritaville. On February 4th, Fleetwood Mac's widely anticipated rumors was released. It went on to become one of the best-selling albums of all time. On February 14th, the B-52s gave their first public appearance at a party in Athens, Georgia. On February 15th, Sid Vicious replaced Glenn Matlock as the bassist of the Sex Pistols. On April 26th, this is in 1977, New York's disco Studio 54 opened. In May, the musical Beatlemania premiered at the Winter Garden Theater in Manhattan. I saw it. On June 22nd, KISS are elected most popular band in America by a Gallup poll. On July 9th, Donna Summer's hit record, I Feel Love, was released in the UK. It was the first hit record to have an entirely synthesized backing track. On July 13th, while the massive blackout hit New York City, NRBQ, the new rhythm and blues quartet, managed to play an all-acoustic set at the bottom line with flashlights taped to their musical stands. On August 17th, Florist, Transworld Delivery, FTD, reported that in one day the number of orders for flowers to be delivered to Graceland for the funeral of Elvis Presley had surpassed the number for any other event in the company's history. On August 20th, when Voyager 2 was launched, it carried a golden record containing sounds and images representing life and culture on Earth including the first movement of Johann Sebastian Bach's Brandenburg Concerto and Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, Guan Pingu's Liu Shi, and Chuck Berry's Johnny B. Good. On September 3rd, nearly 110,000 fans packed English Town Raceway in Old Bridge, New Jersey for an 11-hour concert by the Grateful Dead, Marshall Tucker Band, and New Riders of the Purple Sage. On November 30th, Bing Crosby's final Christmas television special, Bing Crosby's Merry Old Christmas, aired on CBS, containing the notable segment of Crosby joined by David Bowie for the duet Peace on Earth, Little Drummer Boy. On December 17th, Elvis Costello made his American television debut on Saturday Night Live as a last-minute replacement for the Sex Pistols, who were refused visas to enter America. Costello is banned after substituting the scheduled performance of Less Than Zero with Radio Radio instead. Rock on! Also in 1977, Bohemian Rhapsody was named the best single of the last 25 years by BPI. The Cars signed a contract with Electro Records. Devo signed a contract with Warner Brothers. The Police signed a contract with A&M Records. Van Halen signed a contract with Warner Brothers. Also, The Village People, Talking Head 77, Bat Out of Hell from Meatloaf, Chic by Chic, Blank Generation by Richard Hell and the Voidoids, The Boomtown Rats, Motorhead, released Motorhead, In the City by The Jam, The Clash by The Clash, and The Idiot by Iggy Pop. 
what a year. And I was still a virginal 17-year-old. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And as the kitties say, peace out.